T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You know, I'm a big believer, and I've been this way from my first memory as a child. I was the one that always asked why. Not only why, but then why not? Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. That is the voice of Kevin Warren. He is the former Big Ten commissioner, now new president and CEO of the Chicago Bears, hired yesterday, and we are delighted to welcome in a great friend of the program, a great local guy made good. He's Howard Griffith, and he's working at the Big Ten Network, and he joins us on the Signature Bank Score Hotline. Signature Bank, making commercial banking personal. Howard, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, guys. How are you all doing? Doing well. We are living the dream, and um, I got to tell you, it, it, it just seems like a perfect hire for the Chicago Bears. And I, I don't know how many times I've uttered those words. It just seems like they hit one out of the park and you feel good about it. Yeah, you, you guys have been covering the Bears for, for a long time and know the inner workings of it. And to be able to hire uh, someone like Kevin Warren with the experience and the background that he, he's going to be able to bring the Chicago Bears organization, I think the Bears are, are really in a great position and, and on the upswing. They've got a lot of things on the horizon, right? I mean, they've got to build this team. Uh, they've got the stadium, whether or not they're going to be moving. And these are things that he's been a part of. He's been a part of bringing in uh, an, an unbelievable stadium, building an unbelievable stadium in Minnesota, uh, and really having that team really rolling uh, as far as the business aspect of it is. And I think Bears fans, need to understand that they're in a great position right now. I know things aren't working as well as they would like them to on the field, but I think all of that is going to change real real quick. Howard, you have been able to cover every facet of Kevin Warren's tenure as the Big Ten commissioner, yeah. and it hasn't all been smooth. There was controversy early with the cancellation of football in 2020. He reinstated it. There have been controversies along the way, so much to the point where there is this suggestion that there are some people – in, in big on Big Ten campuses, university presidents or athletic directors that might not be so unhappy that Kevin Warren is leaving. So how would you describe in that context 
uh, yeah, we're happy about the Bears making the right move because of his credentials, but how do people in the Big Ten feel about him leaving after three years? I think at the end of the day, right, I think you're always going to have some people that weren't excited about what was going on, whether, you know, that's basketball coaches, football coaches, uh, other sports that may have been concerned about, you know, scheduling and how things were being run. I think you're always will have detractors. I think one of the things, this is a much different job than when Jim Delaney took over. And he, and I think most people tell you he was did an unbelievable job, really set the Big Ten on the course that it is right now. But he really had a lot of a lot of say and a lot of sway because he was bringing in so much money that was going on, and they really believed him. And he was a long tenured guy that had been in that position. Kevin Warren walked into a position and all of a sudden was hit with a pandemic. And it obviously came up with a very unpopular decision uh, as far as canceling, you know, athletics in the Big Ten. So I know that there were people and coaches that were, were not happy at all about that. He was receiving calls from then-president that was not happy about that. Uh, so, yeah, there were detractors that were out there. But I'll, I'll tell you this. I believe um, he always put the student-athlete first. And one of the challenges, I think, in this job right now is that it's I think it's it's a tough job because every day there is a new problem when you're putting the student athletes first, right? Because there there's so many things that are going on on each campus. He wanted to be a part of each campus. He really empowered a lot of the young people on each campus to be able to step in and, and make a lot of decisions. So there was a lot of change that was happening from what uh, I think some presidents and chancellors were accustomed to with the person that was in place before. But he, he brought USC and UCLA to the conference. He uh, helped negotiate an unbelievable TV package. Uh, so those two things, to me, were huge and really significant for what he was able to do. The conference, in my opinion, is in a better place. It's just in a much different place. And really, moving forward, guys, there's going to be a lot of other hurdles that are coming down the pipe that the next um, commissioner – is going to have to deal with, and it's not going to be popular decisions whether it's four schools or or against them. Yeah, you know, I got to tell you, we talked about, you know, why you would want to leave that job. And, (laughs) I mean, the reality is one of the reasons is the number of institutions you have to deal with, the the aforementioned presidents, chancellors. There's Uh just so many different – in terms of quality of life, going to the Chicago Bears and and – being the CEO and running that company, especially when we view it as kind of a sleeping giant where you can have success without having to do a ton of heavy lifting. And I don't mean that negatively. I I mean, that's a great possibility for him. I I just think that I understand why he would want that job and why it would be considered. Plus the guy has been in the NFL, you know, obviously Howard, you've been in the NFL. You were in the NFL for 11 years, you know, how these things work and how it just, it's a significantly easier job in my opinion than dealing with all the different personalities that uh, he'd have to deal with as a commissioner. You mean the 16 bosses that he has? <laughs> Not many of us want to work with 16 bosses, right? Yeah. It's hard enough to work for the one. Uh, so I, I think I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up quality of life um, because he is, he is as family oriented as he gets. His daughter's finished up her collegiate career. I think Powers 
may have another year at Michigan State if he has not finished up already. So I, I think the quality of life was, was a big part of it because it, it's difficult. And the way he attacked it, he was on the campus every weekend. And it just wasn't football and basketball. He was on a campus with administrators, with student-athletes. He was always involved. And, and I'm sure that at some level that takes a toll you know, on the family life and the quality of life. And, and you, you mentioned it. You talk about taking over as, as the president and CEO of the Chicago Bears, and you mentioned as a sleeping giant. I, I think, and you guys know this, this is obviously one of the most historic franchises in all of sport, and you start talking about the possibilities of that franchise actually owning its own stadium, probably puts it into a category of maybe the one, two, three, at least in the top four most uh, valued franchises in all the professional sports in the world. So you look at some of those things to be able to put a, put a franchise in that stratosphere is huge, and it's a challenge, but it's something that he is quite familiar with because he was able to do it uh, at, at a level at, at Minnesota. And now you talk about taking over Chicago Bears with the fan base is unbelievable. I know nobody wants to talk about whether they're in Chicago or in Arlington Heights or wherever it is, but I think the reality is this franchise and the ownership, it, it, would, it wouldn't be fair, I think, if they didn't, uh, try to explore how to make this franchise as valuable as possible. And I believe that if you don't own your own stadium, if you don't have a new stadium, you're not going to be in that conversation. So, Howard, the, you, the word you, you hear a lot used with Kevin Warren is he has a presence. He walks into a building in, or a room and you know that he's there. Gravitas, that kind of uh, description. And then other people will describe it as in, it can be intimidating. I, you knowing him as you do, I'm not sure the extent to which you have have a relationship yeah. with Kevin Warren. But mm -hmm. when he's introduced Tuesday at noon at Hallis Hall, and we start to get to know the person, not just the executive, with all of these great credentials, yeah. what kind of guy is he? Mm -hmm. I think he's a great guy, down to earth. In a lot of ways, uh, I could throw the word humble out there, and that wouldn't be you know people wouldn't say, well, what do you mean? And and. I say that and with all the credentials that he has, but trust me, when he's talking to you and you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation, he's one of those people that have the ability to make you believe that you're the most important person in the room because he's making eye contact with you. He's not looking over his shoulder to see what the next conversation is about. He's going to ask you about your family. He's going to know your family's name. He's going to know, uh, a lot of things about you. So there's going to be a conversation. There's going to be a back and forth as you get to know him. And, and that to me is one of, uh, of one of the things and qualities that, that, that makes him a special individual because he's able to, to really uh, dive into to who he's talking to with. He really wants to genuinely have a relationship with the people that he has to work with on a daily basis. So yeah, I, I think people are really going to be impressed um, with who he is as a person, as an individual. I think you people aren't always going to be excited and happy about some of the decisions that he makes, but you're going to have a clear understanding to why those decisions were made, whether you like them or not. It's going to be clear. Now, are there things that could have been done differently? I think as the pandemic has happened, whether it's media relations, some of that stuff, yeah, but that happens in some of these jobs, right? It, it happens. 
But I think as you get to know Kevin Warren as a person, the family man, uh, former athlete, uh, he, the trailblazer, he is going to he is going to put uh, people in positions to be successful, and, and I think that's one of the, the, the special parts about him. He's, he's going to recognize what your talents are, and he's going to utilize your your talents to the best of his ability. Yeah, I, you know, I think that when I hear, I, and I made a lot of calls yesterday, Howard, and talked to a lot of people uh, that I've known over the years, and when I, when I heard any uh, pushback, it was more, it, you know, it, it was more kind of the petty jealousy type. The more, mm-hmm. you know, people, it is good to have people to have not everyone love you or appreciate you. That's mm-hmm. a good, that means you're living your life and you're doing yeah. what you believe to be right. And some people might, and some people might not. But there was a begrudging respect that I heard from everyone I talked to. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the things that happened, listen, this is the, the tenure started off, it, it was it was, it was was hard, right? It's no question, right. it was hard. Coaches wanted to play, players wanted to play, uh, parents wanted their children to play. But when you're sitting in that corner office, there are a lot of very unpopular decisions that you have to make or decisions that you have to make, which could be popular or could be unpopular. But you have to know and believe that the team that you have that are giving you the information and the information that you're able to to go through is going to put young people, in this case when he's working at the Big Ten Conference, in the best position they possibly could be in. And I truly believe that that's really what he ultimately did. Uh, it really wasn't about money. It really wasn't about, you know, one particular uh, institution getting an advantage over the other. It really was him trying to do what was best for everyone. And as you guys just mentioned, it's, that's hard to do. But when you're doing your job, you're always going to have some people that are going to be unhappy. Mm-hmm. But I think in the masses, when we look back and look at his tenure, and really, I think once he decides, this will be a while, but once he decides to write his memoirs, I, I think they will be fascinating to read just the amount of, you know, jealousy, pettiness that, that went on amongst hmm. some people, you know, some institutions in the conference. So it, you know, it's one of those things. But again, I, I think if he moves forward, uh, the Bears are going to be in, in a great position uh, to really have someone that, that really is going to put the Bears organization and franchise in the best position they can be in uh, as far as profitability is concerned, as far as play on the field is concerned. I think he'll have a hand in it all because he's a football guy. He understands the business of the National Football League. Howard, you won two Super Bowl championships with the Denver Broncos. You understand what and can recognize a first-class organization and how it starts from the top down. How can you help us understand the relationship or the link between having a strong executive at the top of the hierarchy and how that might or might not affect what you see on Sundays? I think if you don't have – to me, and I, and I use Bill Polian in this example um, – Bill Polian knew exactly what he wanted in a head coach. He knew exactly what he wanted in his players. But he also allowed, you know, the people, the the assistant general manager and the coaches to go coach. And he was given that freedom by ownership. And and I think about Mr. Bolin uh, in Denver, who really never got involved 
in a lot of the day-to-day stuff that was going on uh, with the organization. But he trusted that they were going to hire the best coach and the best general managers. You have to hire the the best people. You can't hire uh, guys that, that, that are unproven necessarily. They, they don't know what they're doing. The, the message has to be sent from the top. And I use this. I use this example when I when I go into to college uh, facilities right now. I can tell you in a heartbeat what type of uh, what type of organization and what type of building I'm walking into and what management is like. I just need to go to the bathroom. If I go to a, a facility and the bathroom is dirty, I can pretty much tell you that there are going to be issues throughout that building because to me. If the locker room and the bathrooms are not pristine, to me, the people that are managing those areas don't have necessarily a championship uh, thought process. Because to me, champions, champions at, at every level, they're, they're, no matter what your job is, you want to maximize and do it to the best of your ability. And to me, when you walk in the facilities and they're shabby, not, not the building because it's an old building. Because it can be an old building and still be in pristine shape, right, the way it's maintained and taken care of. But everybody has to be able to, to carry their weight, their weight and understand that what they're doing here is important, whether it's, whether it's uh, the janitor, whether it's the equipment people, whether it's the people in the mailroom. When I walked through that building in Denver, one of the things that I've always remembered was the pride that everyone had. And to me, that starts at the top. That's the only way you can set that type of uh, tempo. When you look at organizations, the best-run organizations, it starts at the top. It starts with ownership, setting the tempo and setting the pace to what it takes to be a champion. And listen, it's hard to do, but when you take care of the little things uh, around your building and, and your players and and your fan base, you take care of those people, that tells you all you need to know about the type of franchise uh, that you're rooting for or working for. That's, that's very interesting. I, you know, I've always found when I've come across successful organizations, there's usually one person that is sort of the standard set. Was it, was it Mike Shanahan for you guys winning Super Bowls? Who, who was it? Mr. Boland, who was it? <laughs> it was Pat Boland, okay. without a doubt. He, he set the tempo, right? So Pat Bowen hired the people that would do what he wanted done, was to make sure you put the best product on the field. So Mike Shanahan was a huge part of that. So that's what I mean when it starts at the top. Everyone knows that there's a responsibility, that everybody's given a championship effort. And, and that's what it has to be. And I know for, for sometimes that, that's hard to see. But I think if people look at their own organizations or where they work or how they run an organization, if, if there's someone that, yeah, you might not get along with, but you know that they're doing, the, they're maximizing the job, they're doing a great job, they just have to make tough decisions sometimes, and we as, say, employees may not like that all the time, but they're making the best decision for the organization and, and, and for the company, I think you have a great deal of respect for that, and you want to go out and perform, and you people want to be put in position uh, that they know what they're doing on a day-to-day basis is value, no matter what it is. If I know that I am bringing value to an organization and I know that, I don't have to think about it. I'm not guessing whether or not I'm important or not. 
when I know that, I'm going to maximize everything. I'm going to do everything I can to do my job at the best of my ability. And that's how, to me, championship organizations, championship companies, companies that you know are very successful, people that are very successful, put those type of people in place. That everyone in that organization realizes that they bring great value uh, to the program. That's great stuff, Howard. Before we let you go, congratulations on your son, Houston, setting a school record at Notre Dame for games played. 62 games. That's amazing. You have to be proud of that, and and that's just tremendous. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. What really excited me about the whole thing, and today we talked a little bit about this as we were going through the process, but, you know, the fact that he graduated in May of 2021, to me, it was really about getting the degree from Notre Dame and now he's decided that he's going to get into coaching. That's a whole other discussion, but it's going to be fun. He's passionate about it, so he's waiting for that opportunity to come up now. But, you know, it was a fun journey. He really enjoyed his opportunities and his times at Notre Dame. It wasn't always perfect, but I, I think, as Notre Dame people will tell you, it's a great place to be from, not necessarily a great place to be at at the time. That says that. <laughs> That's great. Well put. All right. <laughs> Howard, thank you, buddy. Great catching up with you. Thanks, Howard. All right, fellas. Have a great new year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.